Cat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. And this podcast is our audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about what we're working on in our game, which is Dungeons of the Obelisk, a 2D turn-based dungeon crawling loot grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our digital alchemist, TJ Edisernia. Hello. And TJ, I guess it's just us today. Yep, that it is. Everybody else is busy. <laughs> so uh, the first thing, I guess, which is going to be our first thing on all the podcasts going forward until it's done, I guess, but server updates. Right now, the servers and things that function on the server are the only thing that's that's really holding us back from you know putting this game out. Sort of at this point where you're... You're, all you're working on is servers, so it's kind of a, uh, you know, we've said it before, it's almost kind of boring. There's no, like, new mobs or anything to talk about, but... Yeah, it is, uh, honestly, it's kind of a pain. <laughs> These servers are very <laughs> annoying to actually get working, because, you know, I've reached a point where the PlayFab system will take the server, it accepts it, it says, oh yeah, this is a working server, but now I'm hitting a blocker of... I can't get the player to connect to that server. The player can uh, create the server itself, but doesn't get any further than that. Right. So every time you enter a dungeon, you're basically creating like a dungeon instance on the server, and then you connect to it, right? Um, the way this should be working should be different from that. It should be when a player logs in, it creates a server, and then that server actively holds the fact that the player is connected. And if it all goes well, that means from there, whether you're in town or dungeon, you're still directly connected to the server. So you're kind of just like, you talk to the server, server talks back to you and lets you know that you're still connected to it. And that way, you can't play the game unless you're connected to the server. I see. One of the things that we wanted to have, one of the features, was being able to see people in town. So I was sort of thinking, you know, just (laughs) in layman's terms, I guess. I'm not a programmer, so I don't really know, but... Um, I was kind of imagining like the town being like a public server where multiple people like connected to it and then you would see those people like in the town and then whenever you went to a dungeon you would kind of leave the town and enter a dungeon instance and then come back to the town when you were done. I guess that's not how it works. (laughs) Yeah, which I mean it could kind of work. The trouble with that is... If you have players leaving town and going to a dungeon and creating a server, you're starting to stack up a lot of servers, and there's only so many you can have active at one time. So with the change here, it should be more like you go to town, you're connected to the server, you bounce to the dungeon, but you're still linked to the town's server, and then when you are in the dungeon and you finish it, you go back to the original town. So there should never be a moment where you don't have that server connection unless you log off. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So one thing we talked about a little while ago was like kind of, um, I don't know, faking seeing people in town. So like you would just grab people and like kind of put them in town, but you're not like seeing them in real time. I don't know where we landed on that that decision yet, but... Yeah, I feel like that depends on, I guess, the degree of simplicity we end up going for with that because it's definitely much easier to do. Like anybody who's directly online connected to the server we just pull things like hey this character looks like this this is their name toss them down as an npc and just have them 
I guess wander around. Like he just walks from point to point until he logs off. Yeah, and you could, I mean, they would still function because like that player's still technically online, just they're not controlling the character as you see them in your town instance. But you could still click on them and view their profile and then like try to add them as a friend. Yeah, so everything about them basically works how an online player would, except for like where are they walking to, where we decide they walk in from point A to point B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's I kind of figured like maybe they don't even walk around. You just kind of you just kind of position them in town <laughs> in places that make sense. But uh, yeah, we could could do. Yeah, so so one of the newer things is like you got the friends list functioning now where you can see like the player's level and, and everything. We talked about that last time, but now it's working a little better. But one question I had, like right now, you can just add anybody as your friend. Yeah. Are we going to have it so that it goes like both ways? Like technically you should send them a friend request and then they should accept and then you're on each other's friends list, right? Yeah. I would like to shift it to that. The Unfortunately, Playfab designed it where it's one-sided. Like, if I add you, then I have you as a friend. You don't even know. It doesn't even tell you about it. Right. So I would have to almost design my own version where when I click that Add Friend button, it creates a message, and then the message will linger on that player to say, hey, would you like to add this person as a friend? And if they do accept, then both players add each other. If they deny it, then... It just cancels it out, gets rid of it. Yeah, I think it has to work that way, because otherwise the messaging people doesn't work. Because like you, in that case, you either just message anybody, and it becomes very annoying, or like we have to make it so that only people on your friends list can message you. That way, you have a way to like you know kick you delete them from your friends list if you don't want to hear from them anymore. You know. Yeah, and at the very least, if you are communicating with someone, you could tell them to add you and then you add them but i do think a like full friend request system would be a lot more fitting and more sensible yeah yeah i think it i think it has to work that way like i can't i don't see any other way that it could work because it kind of doesn't make sense like even when you get to the point where you can use people from your friends list in dungeons you know which isn't a feature we're going to have right away but that's definitely something we're going to add like it doesn't make sense if you can just add, you know, the top hundred players in the game and just have them, like it has to be two ways so that you're not just going online and getting the list of people that you should add to your friends list, you know? Like all the overpowered characters just start wiping dungeons. Yeah, exactly. Like you kind of have to be, it kind of creates an economy for like friends. Cause I also assume we have to have a limit on the friends list, like, you know, 50 or hundred players or something like that. I don't know if that's true or not. But. I'd have to check if it had a limit. I want to say it doesn't, but I do think it makes sense. Don't just add a million people. Yeah, right. I think there should be a limit on it regardless. And then maybe you can like save up gold or something to increase that limit at some point. But I think you have to have a limit on your friends list and you have to be, they have to be like two ways so that you're friends with each other so that you can decide you want to chat with someone because otherwise like i said the thing would be like there would literally be a page on the wiki that was like these are the top 50 players this is who you want to have on your friends list <laughs> you know beat all dungeons with this one simple trick <laughs> yeah exactly it kind of like 
breaks the game, I think, if we don't have it set up that way. Especially with a friend limit on top of that, because then even if the strongest players in the game accepted every friend request, they wouldn't be able to because they would hit that limit. Right, exactly. It does create a little bit of like a weird economy where people will like raffle off friend slots and stuff, I'm sure. But I, I think that's the only way that it can work. You know, it doesn't make sense to have infinite friends lists and stuff. I don't know of any game really that, that does that. You know, one thing we could actually do because of how it's working now, I'm not sure if we would want to, but because of Steam, we can set it so that anybody you know on Steam is automatically your friend. Oh yeah, could do. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to be adding anything that's complicated at this point, but if if that might be a way to, to do it too. I think, I think it works as an automatic thing, where it's just... Because to even play the game, you need a Steam account, and then I'm pretty sure there's like this little toggle on it, just toggle that on, and then every Steam friend is now your Dungeons friend. Right on. Well, in that case, you could like, I guess Steam has like a voice chat and stuff built in too, like for your friends. We kind of want our own like in-game one too, I think. <laughs> There's a lot of decisions to make. This is like the game dev thing. Like I never, when I started this project, I didn't like anticipate like my new details about friends lists <laughs> and having to think about all of them. Small little details like, hey, do you want to limit this? Do you want to have something else manage it for you? Do you want to manage it all on your own? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's probably something we need to talk more about, I think, and make some decisions. But uh, along the, the lines of your friends list, you, you added the uh, username profanity filter <laughs> so, so we can stop people from having like awful usernames yeah i ended up putting that in and i think it could use some work but it does currently work where like if you use the word remember we talked about this before the word assassin a very simple filter would say no you can't have that word right but it works now where it's like that word is just fine but then i think a problem comes in where like if you take a blocked word and then put some letters before or after it it might allow it right yeah i mean like we said before there's kind of a we want to have a filter that blocks like you know base level stuff but we also have the license agreement that you agree to when you sign when you play the game yeah so so if you have an inappropriate name then we can like change that at like a server level an admin level i guess too so so getting around the profanity filter isn't still isn't legal and like people should understand that just because you can type in something doesn't mean you should be using it <laughs> yeah, put it in all you want but we notice it just changed up immediately yeah exactly yeah, and we'll have you know people can report that kind of stuff we'll have the you know the email that's support yeah support at knobcat.com so so people can report stuff to us like that too so i think it'll work out it'll be like kind of a basic system but at the same time like i think that's all we need yeah, i don't have to go into extreme detail on the system itself yeah almost bare bones we're running out of time to to mess with stuff like that too that could always be done further down the road if we get more users and stuff i think those things get pretty heavy like i was reading one where it had multiple languages and it uh had a numbered list of how many words per language and it was like english alone had over a thousand 
<laughs> a thousand blocked words. Yeah. I didn't see the list of like what words exactly, but over one thousand words were blocked off. I don't. I, according to SpongeBob, there's only fourteen bad words, right? <laughs> Do you remember that episode? <laughs> no. Do they say any? They bleep them out. They, there's always like a horn or something. Okay. <laughs> but but uh, at the end, um, Crab stubs his toe and he like says oh. them all and they start <laughs> yeah, counting them. <laughs> And then there's like another one. It's Old Man Jenkins Jalopy. He's actually honking the horn at the end. It's a classic. Maybe it's 13 bad words. That makes sense. But <laughs> that's also the episode where it's, he's reading the stuff on the dumpster and he it's like all these like bad. Like I think that's where they see the bad word is on the dumpster written. And there's he goes, here's one that's not finished. Squidward smells. And then he writes, good. <laughs> But yeah, a little off topic, but let's see. What else is on our list for, for things we've worked on or things we've added to the game? The the glove armor is animated. Nika finished that last night. Yeah, I gotta add in the rest of that armor set, but I like the, I guess the goopy and drippiness of the whole thing that she ended up getting in. Yeah, there's a lot of like drippy particle effects that are like kind of go flying everywhere when you run around. And you have like most of the set, especially the sword wiggles and moves around on its own <laughs> yeah it's more like you're like slapping people with it it seems like still question a sword made of slime but if it works it works i mean a creature made of slime is also pretty weird when you think about it you're not wrong there i guess sentient slime doesn't make <laughs> sense overall yeah so i think it i think it works it looks cool it looks so cool too like that that set like ben knocked it out of the park and now that there's like um there's like those tendrils that cut for the uh, accessory that come out of the player's back those look nuts oh yeah like the spider slime tentacles <laughs> yeah i feel like it'd be incredibly uncomfortable to wear the armor set <laughs> i don't know maybe it feels like squishy and good <laughs> like maybe it's like padded with slime you don't really so you take it off and you're just drenched in sweat smell like slime <laughs> yeah sewer slime yep people turn their heads away from you in town because of how disgusting you are <laughs> well the last thing on our list moving on i guess uh we have sort of an announcement i guess we were hoping Brittany would be here to uh help with this announcement i guess because she's been working on it and doing some of the the artwork and stuff for our promotions but we are planning on a on doing a boss reveal stream on twitch on let me look at the date on june 3rd so a little more a little less than a week from now whenever this episode comes out so hopefully you listen to these whenever they first come out so you don't miss this but we'll be posting it on social media and stuff and, and the links to everything and of course in the discord as well i think for this stream i actually converted my twitch account back to my old username so i'm hoping some of the people that used to watch me stream like two years ago or three years ago um maybe see me log in and get that little notification and and or you know maybe show up so i'm hoping to see some some old friends when i when we log in and start this thing but my twitch account has like i think i looked and it's almost 250 people following it so i never even realized i was like that high <laughs> that's more people than i have following me on anything else 
It should be interesting to see this Twitch stream. Just to recap a little bit, I guess, um, June 3rd, boss reveal stream. So the bosses that we haven't shown for the sewer level and the breach, those will finally be public. People will get to see the art and animation for those, which is pretty exciting to me. Like those are some of the coolest things in the game, I think. You know, Ben really did a really good job on, on those creatures. <laughs> So, so that'll be cool. And then I guess I should just say my Steam, or yeah, my Steam, my my Twitch account is Star Rambler. So if people want to, you know, get on there and add me ahead of time, they can. And then of course we'll have links to that in our social media and Discord and stuff, so you guys won't miss out. And I guess since we mentioned that to the social media and stuff, that's usually at the end of the episode. Um, do we have anything else that we need to? about uh, does in-game purchases count oh yeah that is a cool thing that we have now <laughs> i get the uh the revenue report every day to see how many fake in-game purchases everybody has made yeah, i'm glad that it's working and i like how it kind of tracks it like that but at the same time it's almost useless it's like it says i spent a thousand of these fake dollars on it. <laughs> yeah yeah right now it's fake so it doesn't matter i guess but it is cool that it works and, and totals that stuff up and kind of gives us a preview of what we're gonna see hopefully yeah we didn't really even mention uh we probably should have said like this at the beginning when we were talking about server stuff but like the game is now functioning on steam we were actually like able to load our test build into steam so it works with uh achievements and in-game purchases now so those things are kind of faked but they're test being tested so so that we know they work yeah, it's a nice bit of progress to see because then it's like you load up steam on your computer and you actually see the game on it now like it has all the standard things that a regular steam game would have except for i think it's missing like its main page yeah that's the the coming soon page that that we were talking about needing yeah. so that's a sign of being a full game right there to get it onto Steam. Yeah, it feels very real. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we are doing this. <laughs> it's getting there. But yeah, with that, I guess I'll, I'll wrap this thing up. Um, for the listener, thank you so much for listening to this. Thank you for your interest in our game. Uh, if you made it to the end of this podcast and you're not in our Discord, you need to go to knobcat.com, check out all the awesome work that Brittany's put into the website, find the Discord link, and, and join us there and you can ask us questions talk to us anything like that and um we also have our social media on twitter and instagram which are both at dungeons obelisk so you can uh follow those and chat with Brittany and you know learn more about our game and our progress and yeah boss reveal stream on june 3rd we don't know the time yet but <laughs> but it'll be It'll all be posted ahead of time if you follow those social medias. And I think that's everything. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. See you.